I got I a got a squatty potty. What is a squatty potty? It's like a little stool that you put right right in front of your toilet. Mm-hmm. So you put your legs up on it, so you're squatting more onto your toilet to poop. Interesting. Like a full platform you stand on so that you can like squat over Essentially, the toilet. but it's just kind of like a small stool that sets right into the toilet perfectly. So it's like, it's kind of indented. So you can mm-hmm. just push it when you're not using it. And then you just pull it out when you want, when you got to do the two. Um, it is life changing to be, not to be exaggerating, but it is life changing. I Cause you know, sometimes when I go out in, in camping and you got to do like a nice squat poop, right? Mm-hmm. That feels like the most efficient to me. Sometimes it feels like the most, ease natural it's that position yeah and and like you know there's science and health backing this up there's several mm-hmm. you know infographs that will show you the shape of your uh in of your body when you're sitting on a toilet and the shape of your body when you're squatting on a toilet and all science points to it's more healthy because of the way that you're squatting shows it kind of it, oh it straightens it so it's easier to get out that's I, i've um, seen the sciences too i'm surprised you haven't heard of a squatty potty before though yeah i have not heard of a squatty potty i just know that like that's a bigger thing in non-western countries is yeah. uh, squatting to poop. and i for one endorse the squatting to poop all day every day um, <laughs> we found a believer yeah no i mean honestly like i'll sit down and it'll be like whoa it's out already, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, the only downside though is is since I'm spending less time on the toilet, less time on the toilet to less actually memes. poop, less memes, less, you know, phone gaming, right? Oh, uh, yep. Yeah. Um, less switch gaming, because I always bring my switch to the toilet. Fuck. Uh, for a nice long sesh right up until your legs go numb from the squatting (laughs) (laughs) no from the sitting (laughs) (laughs) well it's been a while it has been a while yeah we haven't really talked about games in such a while but last we talked about was e3 was was a bit ago yeah ain't that crazy that is a little crazy and now all the e3 stuff has subsided yeah e3 is so last year but it's not it's this year yeah no what last month um yeah yeah in june not bad not bad yeah well what's been up to what you been playing so i got back into runescape actually oh god (laughs) (laughs) how did this happen I I was watching a YouTuber. I can't remember his name, but he he was playing um uh, something like RuneScape adjacent and then he had another video talking about him going back to RuneScape and playing it free to play and then after free to play playing it members. And I saw his free to play and he's like, "Actually, there's way more to do in this free to play than I remember." And I was like, "Oh, you know, that seems like a nice little time. Why? Why not? Let's go see it. <laughs> so I went back. And it's it's been great. I don't know. It's it's been a lot of fun. Did you? So, 
I didn't have a lot of experience playing RuneScape. I remember chopping down trees, and I actually just enjoyed doing that, and that alone. Um, Did you play a ton of RuneScape? I played quite a bit of RuneScape between, like, third and fifth grade. Is that around the same time you were doing MapleStory? No. Did you, like, evolve to MapleStory? Evolved to MapleStory. When I quit, because what happened was RuneScape started dying down in all the friend groups. The new thing was WoW. But I couldn't get my parents to do a subscription, so I couldn't do WoW. So then I had to find a free game that I could play. So then I tried. I went through probably like 10 to 15 MMOs in that time period of just trying like every free one. I got into one for a minute called uh, Fiesta Online. And then I uh, sat down with a buddy and he's like, oh, you should try this other game called MapleStory. And the rest is history. <laughs> so did your hooked. friends... Your friends moved from RuneScape to WoW? Yeah. 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 That was kind of my man. dilemma, too, because my mom didn't want to pay for the monthly thing. Mm-hmm. So did you only play free on RuneScape then? I got members for a minute at the very end. I think I had played like two and a half years at that point, and then that's when I finally convinced them where they were like, okay, you've you've been committed to this for a minute. We'll get you membership. Mm-hmm. <laughs> do you have any good stories of like being uh being uh catfished <laughs> trying oh, to date someone or okay. anything not catfish <laughs> but getting my shit stolen all the time yes <laughs> i was a gullible ass motherfucker i would and then i i was uh, of it. course at that age <laughs> yeah and then but then i'd take their strategies and try to do the same thing but i was nowhere near as effective at least well because you're it, probably being got by like a 40 year old yeah <laughs> you're like a 40 year old is stealing stuff from a fucking fifth third grader <laughs> and they probably felt real big and strong they did <laughs> they'd parade yeah. around with my stuff <laughs> but it's it's like now I, i'm back and there's a lot of like milestones that i'm hitting now that are it's just satisfying to see the follow-through of it like i remember when i played the two things that i wanted was an abyssal whip and a fire cape and i have my abyssal whip now but i can't get the fire cape right now i still gotta work for that what do you gotta do what's the build up for it the fire cape is you gotta do this dungeon thing called the fight caves and it's, I think it's 63 waves that you have to do back to back to back to back to back. And then at the very end, you fight a really hard monster. And when you, if you clear the whole thing, then you get a fire cape. And is that just hard? I don't know. It takes a lot of time. Yeah. Back to back to back. Yeah. yeah. And I imagine it's difficult. The thing was, is I don't think I processed the full, like, what you had to do to complete it as a kid because i remember getting to like wave 20 or something like that but i don't think in my head i thought that there was even an end to it i just thought if i did it enough i'd get the fire cape but that's not the case (laughs) that kind of makes me think that i used to think wind waker never had an end so i would like put my games in front of me when i was like going through my backlog as like a 10 year old Mm -hmm. i'd put all my games in front of me and i'd say I'd put some games where I'm like, okay, you can't beat this game. You can't beat this game. And I put like Wind Waker in the can't beat this game portion. Because <laughs> I, I guess I, I, ro- I rode around on the in the boat and I was like, this is endless. This goes on forever. <laughs> and I think I heard like, a, it was one of those things where I heard a rumor 
at school in like third grade where people are like, did you play Wind Waker? Like it goes on forever. Like the world is so big, like you can't beat it. Mm -hmm. So I was like, oh, okay. I'll put that in the, the can't finish column, you know, along with like NBA, <laughs> like any NBA mm -hmm. game and stuff like that. Um, Fuck. That kind of makes me think of that. I've kind, I kind of wish... I feel like kids today aren't going to get the same like schoolyard rumors with like yeah. the advent of the internet and how quickly things get debunked. You just there's go to Wikipedia. No, yeah, there's no way you're going to have. I mean, you could have like leakers and it's like, OK, maybe this is true, but it's not like the whispers you'd hear on the schoolyard, like finding Mew or, or anything like that shit. That's wild. I don't think I, I remember thought about that. <laughs> to go back to mmos when i started wow it was like it was like the big thing in like my small friend group at like this private school i was at in like fourth grade mm -hmm. and their stories were always like about these huge things were like oh a horde member like infiltrated the alliance and then they like they faked them out into like <laughs> a huge war and then all the horde like go and kill the alliance and stuff it was like these tall tales of like these third graders fourth graders trying to one up each other on like these these like stories of, of these major wow ex, ex, uh, exploits mm -hmm. and that stuff is so fucking cool but now you just go online it's like you could see the reality of it through every single youtube video and it's not mm -hmm. like it doesn't feel as mysterious yeah you're right and the moment a game is out you can look at and see every single secret on the wiki mm -hmm. like immediately that sucks that really or does like, suck the kids who had the game guides being like the oracles knowing all the inside tricks like game guides meant something <laughs> it wasn't like yeah, oh yeah. man you bought it for the concept art <laughs> yep they would, they would bring it over to you and be like did you know in halo that you could get a skull that makes the grunts uh heads explode <laughs> and it's it, like what <laughs> yeah dude oh the mysteries uh, of remember... the skulls were great yeah, we. I, I, I think I only remember getting the guide to Halo 2 and 3. I can't remember getting it for any other ones. I didn't have them for any of them. I just remembered there were friends who would like pass around the locations of skulls. Those were cool. I mean, I do appreciate like the art of books now. Mm -hmm. um, I really like that shit. I have it for The Last of Us. And um, uh, I got Tiffany an art of book for Into the Spider-Verse, which is... Ooh, so cool yeah, yeah. i bet mm -hmm. that stuff that stuff i appreciate but it, so like things that turn me off to games and, and maybe it shouldn't turn me off it should just make my approach to them different i hate learning meta in any game like that that was one of my biggest problems in league of legends where like i would go to league of legends i just want to play i just want to get my shit and i want to play but if i'm playing with anyone they're like why are you buying that like this is the meta like you're supposed to buy this why are you play even playing that character they're out of meta exactly and it's like, I want to play a game. I want to play it how I want to play it. And that's the fun time. Like going on the wiki and searching like fastest ways to level up or like going to WoW and be like fastest ways to run dungeons. Like that sort of stuff ruins a game for me. Mm -hmm. So having all that knowledge there and knowing that I go into this game and there's other people, other friends that either got into it a little earlier than me and know the meta so when i talk to them about it, they're like oh why aren't you doing this like you're supposed to do that to get like the fastest way here or like the most efficient thing here like that stuff was a pain but i feel like figuring it out like with with someone feels like so much more uh rewarding it, like especially back then where 
I remember I had like my cousin over for Ocarina of Time and it was mm-hmm. like, fuck, like, how do you open this door? And it was always just like a back and forth, that sort of thing. And now PlayStation has a thing where it's like, you just go to the menu and it'll show you like a video on how to solve like this one part, mm-hmm. which, you know, make them, make them approachable, you know, whatever. Like if someone can't solve a puzzle, like you can find out how to solve the puzzle, but yeah, some some about that was lost, which I mean, I don't know if that's a good or bad thing or a neutral thing, but I did like that. It definitely makes the like accessibility of games easier, which can be a good thing. But I, yeah, there's there's just something like to the community of it being lost. You don't get the secrets yeah. from your friends anymore. You get them from game facts, not even game facts, like <laughs> sometimes the game itself. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Back to RuneScape. I think I think in RuneScape, I I was like cutting down wood and I would go somewhere or something and it would say I'd have to go like premium or something for something. Mm-hmm. And then I would immediately be like, oh, I'm so tempted and I can't. So I'll just stop. And I never got into RuneScape kind of because of that, I think. And I went into like I just traveled really far and there's like that PVP zone, right, mm-hmm. where you kind of go outside. And I think I got killed and I was just upset at the world <laughs> and i had to stop because i i knew that would awaken some fury in me that my mom would have to stamp out over like months of, of attempts <laughs> that would cause some new new wall punches holes in the wall <laughs> and it was it was such a game for that like if you were somebody who knew about the game you could bully the shit out of like everybody else because you know it was kids you know it was nothing but children oh 100 <laughs> percent. just yeah. the worst but also ugh, so nostalgic for it still lots yeah. of fun like sitting around in town just chatting with people or because i feel like that was my first real like mmo experience my older brother mm-hmm. was playing wow at the time but uh, that i could just kind of watch over his shoulder every once in a while so how is it returning back to it? How far have you kind of gotten into it? I feel like I'm I'm in like the mid game, but the mid game is like eternal. Um, but mm. <laughs> just like nonstop like, grind. It's kind of it's like you you grind stats so that you can do quests that'll get you more experience for the stats and like other nice benefits to the world, like access to certain areas, access to different forms of travel so that you can go back and do more stats. It's interesting. But the quests I'm having a lot more fun with than I expected. Hmm. Mainly do you imagine just, you're going to stick with it for a while? At least for a bit longer. The The quests are like goofy enough and a lot more like outside the box thinking of, okay, these are the things available to me. What can I do with them? Yeah. And it's got that That's nice cool. nostalgic bit to it. And the the a lot of the grinding because it, it, they have it on on mobile as well. So you can have it on your phone. So half the time I've gone like when I was in Tennessee, I would sit with my family and watch stuff and I could keep it just on the side, like mindlessly just like doing stuff every couple like every 30 seconds to a minute mm-hmm. and be fine. <laughs> so you have an experience where like you'll so will your family just watch movies and stuff? Mm hmm. Yeah, so, like, every time I go to my mom's, like, it's like, okay, she's going to throw in, like, four movies I don't really want to watch, but we'll enjoy them together. <laughs> mm-hmm. But I'll always, like, have my laptop next to me, and I'll be, like, 
poke over at it every now and then. Is that a similar experience in your vein? Kind of, but I think t- it like if we're watching a movie, normally everybody's in, but we were watching um, Survivor, which uh, to okay. be to be fair, I was a hundred percent into it. But yeah, uh, it was it was a lot easier to like drop it in between like the challenges and stuff like that. Something about just kind of sticking with family, and this was for like any major like football game, like Super Bowl and stuff, mm-hmm. where you're just chilling with your family. You're into the game, you're into the family, but you just like ha- like to have that that idle sort of game next to you. Mm-hmm. That it just kind of feels so comfy to me. I don't know. It's very very comfy. Mm-hmm. I remember doing the same thing with Pokemon as a kid, where like it's so mm-hmm. easy to just kind of walk around, fight people, or like grind levels in Pokemon but you can still like it it uses so little of your brain power you can still engage with everything around you. Yeah. It's nice. Yeah. I remember my first I don't think my it was my first MMO. I think RuneScape might have been my first, but the first one that I did monthly that I was really into was Toontown, which oh, was fuck. great. Yes. And I never got far in it. I I was the type of kid that would just re-roll. Like I'd re-roll characters even in WoW because I just loved starting. Mm-hmm. When it gets into the mid, not even mid, like early mid game, that's where you kind of have to start grinding. You have to start committing to the grind. Yeah, you have to start committing to the gameplay loop where the beginning is kind of like, to me, it was the fun stuff for some yep. reason. No, I feel you. Um, You're getting so many mm-hmm. new abilities. You're getting so many new like things where but it, later down the line, it's like, oh, I get a level you know, every hour and I get an yeah. ability every three levels. <laughs> yeah, I think it is that level every hour. Yeah, it's like, a, oh man, I'm leveling up so fast. Then you hit like level 20 and wow. And it's like, Ooh, this isn't nearly as fast as I wanted it. <laughs> Shoot, I rolled you said like how 10 the later levels and it's like, oh, you what? Fuck. I run a whole yeah. dungeon and I got like two bars of XP. <laughs> <laughs> that's the thing in a while i never did dungeons like i i think it's because i only got to like level 15 and then re-rolled but um yeah that sort of stuff in mmos like my my contentment with an mmo when we'd like re- restarted wow classic this like last was it last year or the year before that i think um, last year yeah when when we when i kind of got back into that i didn't care about the dungeons i didn't care about pvp like there's something about an mmo where you're just grinding the levels and quests that that loop regardless of how fast it is mm-hmm. is why i enjoy that there's something about that kind of idle but you're just selecting skills and stuff and i just have something on in the background like yeah i like that loop a lot regardless of how into the meta of any mmo i am like i said i didn't know anything about the proper dungeons to run and like how to run them what loot you're supposed to get that stuff i've never researched or would care to mm-hmm it's yeah. so much extra just like eh, f- for what i feel like more often than not yeah for what so you could go to your friends and say like oh my god i got this super cool loot but no. and especially when you're leveling too and it's just like oh, okay cool you're gonna replace that in like five levels oh yeah i remember like i was like i'd never done because i remember i think it was you and jared I think in high school that you would have um, the auction house app on your phone for a yeah. while. 
Yeah, and you guys would you guys would be doing that all day at school. Mm-hmm. And I was like, dude, I've never touched the auction house like once. And then <laughs> I went to the auction house like at level 15 because I was I was like I started to get in the meta when Classic came back out and like, oh, you should have this at level 15. So I was like, oh, I'll go buy it at the auction house. And I bought it and I leveled out of it in like one level. And I was like, what the fuck am yeah. I doing? <laughs> and you're like, oh, there goes like half my my cash stack just gone. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Crazy, crazy. Sometimes it could be worth it, but a lot of the times, no. <laughs> yeah, I think I think a lot of it is just the experience of maybe not role playing, but the experience of kind of committing yourself to a world that heavily. Like mm-hmm. no matter what you do in it, is is really where you get the satisfaction out of it. Fair, at least for me. And I mean, I, so I was I saw like some news about like the Lord of the Rings online. I don't know if you ever played that. <laughs> but I mean I loved that as a kid. I was another thing where I would only do like the first few levels, but I was so into Lord of the Rings and then and then uh I think it's free to play for like the first little bit. So I saw that and I thought maybe perhaps <laughs> I would just jump back into it for a little bit. But then I've heard it so much about Final Fantasy 14 recently that uh I know one of my roommates is a huge fan of that and I if I want to get my MMO fixed, that might be the the route for me. I'd play some Final Fantasy 14 with you. We should do that. Have you played it before? Yeah, I played through okay. the the base game, the first expansion, and then like half of the next expansion. It's oh, really so quite good. a bit. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah, I've been I've been really tempted. Would you say how would you kind of um, contrast it to Toontown? <laughs> to Toontown? Oh, there's much less. <laughs> Don't cogs. talk about World of Warcraft. Okay. Okay. There's. There's um, minimal pie throwing, unfortunately. That sucks. But there's a lot more dungeons and things to do. <laughs> okay. I don't, I don't know. Toontown had a lot of dungeons. Uh, Would you consider every cog building a dungeon? Every cog built. I was thinking like the headquarters as the dungeons and Fuck, then yeah. the the buildings would be more like instances or like events. Yeah. Yeah. The, um, it's great though. I think something that you'll really like to touch on your desire to start over is you can max every class on one character. So you can have one character. And then when you equip a different weapon, it changes you to that class. And then when you play a class that's lower, that's not your highest level, you get like 150 or 200% experience while playing on that class. That sounds great. That would that would fulfill my need to restart without actually restarting. Exactly. So then you can kind of yeah. keep racking up all the levels and then bounce around to what you want to play. I love it. Mm-hmm. That sounds right up my alley. It's, oh, it's let's do neat. it. Stop the podcast. It's mm-hmm. <laughs> going on it right now. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. Yeah, I might get into that. Um, but what that's have enough you been, MMO what, talk, I yeah, think. What have you been getting into then? All right. I'm just going to go through a whole list and then I'll kind of choose some to talk about. Okay. Um, so I have been playing um, over the past couple weeks a bunch of Knockout City. Um, a little bit of Prey, uh, quite a bit of Loop Hero, um, a little game called Dorf Romantic, 
uh, Griftlands, uh, The Room, and... The Room, The Game? Uh, Dice... <laughs> yeah, The Room, The Game. <laughs> and uh, a big one is Dyson Sphere Program. Um, all are pretty banging. They're all pretty big bangers. I can't... Did we talk... Did I talk about Prey before? I think we talked a little bit about it, because I think we touched on, like, the glue okay. gun and stuff. Right. Okay, I didn't play much more than that then. I'm I'm confused at how, how long it's been. Um, and then I, I finished uh, Doki Doki Literature Club. Yes. <laughs> and uh, there is no game. I did finish that. Nice. Uh, yeah, so quite a bit. Um, and now The Room. Have you heard of The Room? No. Game? It's just an escape room. It, well, it's kind of like a puzzle box game. Oh, so hell yeah. So there's just like tiny puzzles on it. Um, I got a bunch of games on sale for the Steam Summer Sale, like way too many. <laughs> and so I have quite a bit lined up for me going forward. Nice. But the room is really nice. It's like a really satisfying little puzzle box. So every every side of a, of the box has like just small different puzzles to do. Like you just take take little words that you find in a corner and you apply it to a puzzle around like a different corner and you just press buttons and pull levers and unlock things with keys. And Hell yeah. yeah, it's it's a... Yeah, really neat. And it's it's a whole series. Like I think they have like five base games and they have a VR game that's separate. Ooh. Um Yeah, really cool stuff. And it totally fixes like my um quote unquote escape room fix that I haven't touched in a really long time. So I got the room and then the room four. I don't know why I skipped to four, and then I got the <laughs> VR room game, but I've only played the first one. Uh, I think I'm like over halfway through it so but. is is it an escape room or is it like a, a box or are, is there just a, a box oh, okay yeah just a box that's why i said like quote-unquote escape room because yeah, you're not really yeah. escaping but it's like the same type of puzzles you get, get in an escape you. room um so it's just a box and every time you open the box there's another box inside of the box <laughs> and then you uh, just keep solving each box essentially <laughs> like the russian nesting dolls till you get to the bottom exactly layer. but with puzzle boxes nice <laughs> But they do some cool stuff like like there's a there's like a lens that you put over your eyes that changes the color. It's kind of like a it's kind of like a, you know, those blue lights. Black um, light. So it kind of change. Yeah, black lights. So it changes some of the uh, the stuff that you see on the boxes. So there's puzzles involving that. There's there's puzzles that kind of defy any reality, which which make it nice. Um, makes them be able to do kind of all sorts of stuff. Mm -hmm. uh, so, yeah. Yeah, it's really fun. I would recommend if you're ever having a fix for it for that sort of stuff. It's uh, it's pretty good. I kind of am. I pretty feel like we've good. done the majority of this, like what I hear the good escape rooms around Vegas. Recently, mm -hmm. the the ones that I've been recommended haven't been the most that good. <laughs> yeah. How many how many in town would you say like we're talking about just a room, not like a place? Uh huh. Um, like one room. How many are would you say are like must plays? Were you there for okay. that Project Poseidon one that we did? Yeah, that was the first one I yeah. did. That room was, that was fun. awesome. Yeah. But I don't even know if I would say that that's a must play. I'd, okay. I, I think there's probably, there's eight that I can think of off the top of my head. Oh, wow. Oh, wow, wow, wow. That's much more than I thought. So um, if you haven't done Basement and Study, I think those ones were like really well done. Um then i've only done project poseidon in town that's the only one i've done i got you my man then there's... as someone who considers himself an escape room lover i've only done one escape room <laughs> <laughs> <So>. <laughs> i got the hookup baby i got the hookup to all the goodins 
then then there's a um it's like a what is it called playtime and the doctor's secret i think is what they're called at mm-hmm. escape city games or something like that or lost city games super cool also very horror themed um very horror themed yeah both the four that i just listed are very like horror themed the first two is that you're like trapped in a a slutty woman's house and she just really (laughs) wants to have sex with you (laughs) i thought you didn't catch it i didn't think you got it i thought you were going along (laughs) i thought you were like oh yeah they're scary (laughs) came at you with the left hook brother Oh, I love it. I love I appreciate that left hook. <laughs> and then the other the other four as at a place in uh in Caesar's Palace. I can't think of oh wait. The escape game. Cause I have their sticker on my on my hydro. They're awesome. Every single one of their rooms is gold. And I want to say they had four with a fifth. In Caesar's coming. Palace? Yeah. It's at the um the mall or the, the shops in there. I can't think of what it's called mm. right now. But honestly, like that, their lineup of rooms are far and away the best rooms that I've done it flat out. Nice. And one of the rooms particularly was gold called Playground. Okay. Where you're literally. Are those the horror themes ones? No, 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 no. All of theirs. So it, one of them was like a gold mystery one where you're you're at like a cabin in the woods and you have to break into the cabin and then like go to a bunch of stuff like you go into the cabin you go through some mines to find the gold and then there's another one playground the best one you're you're like a fifth grader i think and you have to find all of your final reports so you can turn them in and go to the super summer slam jam uh (laughs) so good uh i can't think of what the oh there's like a bank heist one or a um painting heist one where you find a painting to steal it back from a guy who is like swapping it out with a fake. It's good. They're real good. Nice. Super that cool sounds puzzles. fantastic. I need to, yeah, very I need to stop, good stop scene design. buy some of those. Yeah. <sighs> Fuck yeah. So I think we already, I think we talked about Knockout City as well. Yeah, we before. talked about it a bit. Okay. Yeah, quite a bit. Um, I've dropped off it. I don't think I'm going to go back into it. Um, but that's just my nature of games. Like it really takes something extraordinary for me to stick around longer than like a couple weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, even multiplayer, I feel like especially multiplayer. Like I don't know. No, definitely. As much as I enjoyed it, I'm just like, I'm done. I played it. I didn't you feel know? like there was enough variety. But yeah, I don't know. I mean, I exactly. loved it. Yeah, that's I, that's the thing. Is like I don't think i want more variety necessarily like when i play it Mm -hmm. it's just probably why it didn't stick at least for me it's it's lack of variety and simplicity is why i loved it Mm -hmm. and it's also why i'm not staying for too long which i think is fine but unfortunate because i that team does seem pretty on top of it Mm -hmm. i hope it sticks around like i think i think that's cool i might i might hop in there every now and then if it's still got a good community but um yeah, it was a fun game while I played it. Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't know. I just, I never commit to a multiplayer game to get actually good at it. Uh, I'll go frenzy. I'll frenzy on it for a little bit. And then when the when when I have my bloodlust mm-hmm. uh, satiated, then I'm then I'm done. Hype dies down. Yeah, yeah. But that's cool. It was a fun dodgeball game. Yeah. Hit the people with the balls. 
and they go um i feel like okay so my favorite game out of all of those um to talk about right now is dyson sphere program have you heard of it no but i it's, have vacuumed with a dyson sphere before so let me assure is that you. a thing i heard it's like the dyson ball i think because it's, it's like a vacuum and at the bottom it's just a big ball that that's the rolling device so it lets you be like super do it wherever you want whatever if it's anywhere near the quality of this game then you must be loving that vacuum <laughs> that's a that's a very high bar to compare to so i'm ready to hear about this game okay have you played factorio yeah have you played satisfactory i haven't played it but i've seen a bunch of stuff on it it's basically those um you are bumblebee from transformers oh hell yeah (laughs) no you're like you're a mech you're a mech that looks exactly like bumblebee and yeah i was playing it and tiffany was just kind of watching me and she's like is that transformers are you bumblebee and i thought fuck i didn't think about that but you're right (laughs) um so you're bumblebee Okay. You are tasked with advancing technology and building a Dyson Sphere, which is a device that encapsulates the sun to absorb all energy from the sun to use as an energy source. Humans in this world are all in a virtual space. Like their cognition is downloaded to a virtual space. Okay. But that needs more power. So you have to make a Dyson Sphere to add to the power of that Um that core virtual world Mm -hmm. so you go on a planet you're tasked with just getting these basic uh resources you put down like miners you make conveyor belts and um all those conveyor belts lead to making more things and all those things you make converge in more conveyor belts and more buildings and more things and more conveyor belts and more resources and that's the whole thing essentially Mm -hmm. is uh it is a constant technology tree and building tree that you have to keep making things and connecting things with conveyor belts and uh, kind of more complex systems in order to make that Dyson sphere, which the stick of this is you're doing that across multiple planets. So you are making a huge factory on multiple worlds in order to connect them in order to all add up your material mining and, and, and building to build the Dyson sphere. Um, do you actually I have not, like connect the planets like ships? Yes. Ooh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So you you automate um, shipments you have like. So I don't know the specifics because I haven't gotten far enough where I have to go off my planet yet. I've mm-hmm. just been on my planet. Um, but I do have a couple friends in, in the discord that I'm in separately that have done that, which it looks like there are like turrets that you make that shoot shipments like out to the sun. And then those shipments will land and, and add on to the buildings that you're doing there. You'll set up little, I think you set up ships that go between planets to, to deliver certain cargo. And um, yeah, so that's what drew me to it is, is that scale in a solar system. Mm-hmm. Like there's multiple systems that you can work with to, to build these, this sphere. Um, <clears throat> that stuff is super cool um very time sinky it takes a lot to kind of build and get the organization right and understand what's happening and how to how to move the gear i don't know if i'm a little less mentally inclined to get that stuff quick because i notice myself just like okay 
what the fuck? I'm like, okay, <laughs> I need to build this. Should I set up a separate thing to build it? Okay, now I have to make like 10 separate conveyor belt loops to it. And like that stuff is taking me a while to wrap my head around. But the the loop is super satisfying. And just the thought of looping multiple planets together to add to the materials is super like cool. Definitely. Really, really cool. Um, it's in early access. Uh, but if someone were to give me this and say it was a full game, it seems like it would be a full game because they have an ending, which is making the Dyson Sphere, which you mm-hmm. can. Um, nice. I wonder what they were planning to add. I know they've been adding like small quality of life changes. Like a big thing is uh, you move conveyor belts and then you have sorters that move things from the conveyor belts to your buildings. And they recently added something where you can basically copy and paste those buildings as long as you have the buildings and stuff made. It'll take the buildings with the the sorters so you can just put them along the conveyor belt lines and nice. go by much quicker. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, really, really, really fun. Um, I have not played Factorio or Satisfactory or those types of games, so this is my first like Ooh. Um, factory line type game. Mm-hmm. And it's a, it's a good cherry to pop. Uh, I do plan on going to Factorio at least because I've heard really good stuff about Factorio. Yes. But I mean, the thing that immediately like has me much more interested in this <coughs> one is kind of what we were talking about already on MMOs is in those factory kind of games. I love starting over I, that in that beginning of like the initial setup and everything feels so much more like graspable of how you should set things up to be efficient but towards like the mid to end game of a lot of those games you're like okay i set that up terribly and that's causing conflicts with this and now it's not efficient and i gotta build a whole lot of extra shit just to make it okay or i gotta destroy all of that shit and figure out what i'm doing with my life where this it's like if you're jumping between worlds i feel like your your factories would stay at so much more of a manageable scale you may be right but I have just restarted. <laughs> you may be right. So from my understanding, I think the core plant that you're starting on is unique in its resources in, in having everything. So, okay. Um, so you make, a main I have not one? searched. Yeah. Okay. I think, I think so, but there are a lot of planets that you can go to. So I am not a hundred percent sure. I have not explored this game to its fullest. Okay. Um, but I have restarted twice. <laughs> because the first time the first time I was fucked like I saw my friends in the discord and I'm like holy shit I'm fucked so I just restarted <laughs> and then I got like 9 hours into that second run and I was like I know how to make this a hundred times more efficient. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I have to restart. <laughs> and then, so I restarted. I set back nine hours, but then I got to like that nine hour mark at like four hours. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, yeah, this was much faster. It was much more efficient. And the loop itself is fun. You just throw, I, that's why I was throwing on like uh, speed runs on the side. And I was just playing it as I was watching those. And nice. Yeah, that was fun. Um, as of now, I highly recommend it. And I haven't even gotten to the late game. Even just the early game right now is like really really unique i think um yeah those little multi-planet stuff seems really cool uh but i cannot vouch for that part of it like going to another planet and restarting Mm -hmm. because i have not done it yet gotcha but i i think that is how it works so yeah no it's cool it's only 20 bucks too and it's like it's i got on sale i think i only got it for like 15 bucks but um at 20 bucks this is a fucking steal i think like it's 
from your description really really yeah. really good because even yeah. even like factorio is um, still i think 30 <clears throat> yeah and that granted it's it, fucking massive again but it's that you know top down 2d i'm guessing this is like fully 3d and all that and then i think satisfactory yeah. is i think like 40 bucks first person yeah i think i think it is um so two complaints and these one of them is a major complaint. they are both Not 30 bucks okay yeah but i mean the fact I that think it beats it out yeah pretty sure it's 20 um the music is really cool like it's, it's nice and soothing right when you land mm-hmm. and then two minutes in you realize it's looping and then you're like oh, oh baby <laughs> just not, so i just turned the music off and i just put on my own music nice. <laughs> not a major gripe but it was annoying because the music was nice it was nice and soothing i'm like oh i can't wait to build up this whole world to this music and then it just like kept going i'm like <laughs> this is not good <laughs> that's all they change in the full access version is just they, yeah they open up the soundtrack <laughs> <laughs> and my second one which is a much more core problem i have with this game that may or may not this may or may not be a me thing i think they should get rid of the mech and i think you should be like a sim city omnipotent sort of thing um mm. you have so you you can only build you need to be energized your mech needs to be energized uh so you need to constantly make sure you have like coal in your fuel systems um but early game the coal doesn't burn fast enough. You're using too much energy. So like it takes a lot of energy to fly, which is really fast. But if you're just walking, you're really slow. Mm-hmm. So like if you want to walk all the way over to these coal veins, which are much further off than where you landed and start building coal systems so that you can connect it to your energy, it takes like a minute just to walk there. And it's, and it's like, why can't I just do it? Like I, I there's no reason <laughs> I see to app cause there's not, because from my understanding, Factorio, there are enemies and stuff, That's right? That's what I was just about to say is I was like, but I wonder if they're going to open it up more or like the possibility, possibility of something or like something failing on the planet. Maybe like you can have reactors or that when, when you get to those kinds of constructs, like there's some faultiness in them. So you have to be kind of like proactive or not proactive, reactive, which spread. I don't know. Yeah. If there's nothing that that requires you to be in a space and potentially another space and that is supposed to be a dilemma i i don't see why and that is my problem is as far as i had gotten on that nine hour playthrough Mm -hmm. there was nothing that made me think being in a mech adds to this experience or feels necessary um i think by design and i like this there are no enemies there's no major conflict like it just lets you just make your factories and 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 make things efficient. I mm-hmm. like that. I don't want to have to worry about other problems. The only major problem you can have is like tripping a breaker on your energy, which I did in my recent playthrough, and I don't know how to get my ener- my 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 power back on. And I'm scared because <laughs> I had this huge thing and it was running fine, and suddenly my my usage of it was getting too high, and then suddenly my my coal factories weren't running quick enough because they weren't using. They, I didn't have enough power, and then my whole shit just tripped, and nothing is powered, and I'm scared. I don't know what to do. Oh, <laughs> and so, so I'm I'm sitting there like, what do I do? But that's the only like legitimate like back step that I've taken. Mm-hmm. Everything else is like 
it's a problem. Like, yeah, your conveyor belts aren't efficient. You're running out of power, but there's nothing that's like you're fucked. Like, yeah, logistical you gotta stuff, restart. not like breaking stuff or exactly. anything beyond. And that I like. I don't want enemies in this game. I don't. I, mm-hmm. uh, it 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 would make this stressful. It's already stressful for my brain. <laughs> I don't want it stressful for my sweaty palms. <laughs> so um, it's so <clears throat> funny too, because I mean, even the enemies in in Satisfactory and that aren't that threatening from what I've seen. It's just mm-hmm. you put so much on your brain to like be efficient that you can't spare even one ounce of energy to like process them yeah yeah (laughs) so yeah just don't make an artificial like problem like i'm i'm already happy with the resource collecting and and moving between planets and stuff that i just don't want to have to move around this guy like Mm -hmm. you can upgrade him so he moves faster the only way that you create things like when you make conveyor belts, you have these drones that come out of your back and make them. So it could take a while to make a really long conveyor belt because you have to wait for your drones to come back to you, go back to the air, come back to you mm-hmm. and build. And and that's OK if you have to wait. But I don't want to have to be there. Like, let me be over the whole world. I think that would be much more satisfying to me. Um, but maybe that's just a me thing. I don't know. Is there... Is there like verticality to your buildings? Only some. So there's verticality to your storage. Uh, so when you have conveyor belts going into your storage units, like those can build high up. Mm-hmm. Um, there's also other like major research labs. And so you research things by getting these sort of matrix cubes that you build. And um, they're different colors, different tiers of matrix matrices that you have to get. And those labs that you make those and research with those are built vertically. So you can have like a tall, like six to eight tall one. The rest of your stuff that like you can you can make your conveyor belts go up and down. Mm-hmm. Um, so you can make them like really high or just kind of go all over the place. And that's cool to see like a little snaking like web stuff. of conveyor belts. It's mm-hmm. fun. Yeah. Um, but other than that, like the other buildings that you just kind of like on a flat on a flat surface. Um, yeah. But the. So far, the building is super fun. The conveyor belts are really satisfying to like to just watch your whole thing like all move right. Yeah, what's, I mean, I can't recommend it enough right now. What's like the biome of the planet you're on? It's like Earth. Mm. It's like Earth. I know. I know other planets are like there's some that are like really like Mars like, you know, okay. just kind of classic like planet nice. type type atmospheres. Just curious, so like but, what like kind of variety said, they had. Yeah, I had I haven't traveled to any planets, uh, which I can like I got the I got the flying ability to be able to go between planets, but I have not gotcha. gone to any of them. Um, yeah, it seems really cool. It's the the end game seems fun. Like one of our one of our discord friends just finished it um, and uh, seems cool. Hell I don't know. Yeah. I'm a fan. Yeah, I love it. I'm going to have to check it I out. Love it. I it's... love those kinds of efficiency games. Yeah, it's fun. I, I, it makes me want to pick up Vectoria or something and try that out because mm-hmm. um, I am really enjoying it. But I'll I'll come back with more stories if I get further in it. Hell yeah. Yeah. Um, did you say you played anything else? I've been playing Mario Golf. Oh, uh, I want to hear your opinion on this. I have heard a hundred different opinions on this game. I like it. I really like okay. it. <laughs> I, okay. I don't think that there's... I kind of wish that there's like there was more courses, but... I think 
it's satisfying enough to play the ones that are there and there's enough variety between them that i'm still having quite a bit of fun do you think your enjoyment because i've heard a lot of criticism on like the single player stuff um dude are you wild (laughs) really (laughs) yeah um it's i'll say some of it i don't think was the best designed but good concept like there's um you play one of the courses in a mode called cross country which means when you you start at the like tee off of the first hole but all of the other hole like and this goes for all of the courses you can see all of the other holes around you. So if if you can hit onto a fairway of another hole that benefits you, you can do that. It's not OB. This is Ooh. you start at the T of the first hole and you need to hit every hole. Or you need to you start, I think, at three and then it goes to six and then you go to nine. I don't think you'd actually do the full 18 as this, but super cool concept of like literally the the first thing that i did almost every time was start the tee off and then turn 180 degrees and shoot right behind <laughs> me for a hole that was literally like the hole was behind the the start of the my tee off so that felt cool but there's also these cliffs with tornadoes that were a fucking pain in the ass to get you're supposed to like hit the ball into the tornado and then the tornado gives it enough lift to get over it and for most of the tornadoes, that's not an issue. But there's one cliff that you need a hole on. It's the only hole that's at this height. And it's so hard to get your ball high enough and clip the, the tornado and get it high enough to get over the cliff that we kept just hitting the cliffside over and over and over. Very frustrating. But other than that, I've enjoyed the story mode. As confusing as it has been. Because... You play it for a while and it's just playing golf is the story. And I was I was expecting that I was ready for that. And then you you get a special shot and the way your character shows off their new special shot is you break a rock and like fix the river for the village. And then it just starts <laughs> to go out a fucking left field from there you're like you go to the next course and you're just you're doing your thing talking with people and then some guy tells you to go check out a statue that's like historic to that course you start walking towards it and all of a sudden this voice is like you are the chosen one my child come forward and i will give you the power of lightning it doesn't there's no build-up there's nothing it's just all of a sudden you are the chosen golfer you do these challenges you get like the lightning sword it ends you literally get to a point where you fight a boss by doing like a ganondorf hit his lightning balls back at him with your golf club oh damn it's fucking wild it's not that's crazy it's not like the best but it definitely caught me off guard and didn't stick around long enough that i was complaining that much it was just like okay where did now, this, was this built into the mario from? lore i have no f- I, I think so because war- is it rosalina's daddy or something <sighs> oh, fuck man i don't know because then you also literally right after that you got to go get the fire orb and when you go get the fire orb you got to fight this giant fire bird and then you got to hit 
Wario is using the lightning sword and he's making lightning balls appear and then you need to hit the lightning balls at the firebird. It's that fucking wild. Yeah. <laughs> did you did you finish the single player? No, I'm right before the end. Okay. Oh, I forgot the best part. When you when you get the lightning sword, the spirit's like I'm an ancient spirit from a long time ago. Let me tell you the story of this land. Deep in the snowy mountains, ruled by the evil Frost King. Years ago, a hero named Bowser showed up and saved all the people. (laughs) (laughs) So in this universe, Bowser's the fucking hero. Bowser is canon the hero in this universe. Not Mario. Mario's just good at golf. So there was always the lore where it was like the Mario universe has always been like a play mm-hmm. right it's always been like a stage of the theater performance so would you say this is completely unrelated to any other mario game in a world where this play is some you know mythological god like golf um like you're fighting like zeus and poseidon yeah. and stuff like that honestly we may have moved to a completely other like mario timeline wow that's big moves for a golf game. That's I what think. I'm saying. You just you don't expect it. So at the very least, I'm having quite a bit of fun just seeing where the fuck this story's going at this point. How is it playing as your me though? That was like the biggest turnoff <laughs> for me. Because when they announced this game, I was like, sick, single, single player, sick, and they're like, play as your me. And then I immediately just thought, fucking hell. So I went to go create it for my me because I agree. I think it's dumb that you can't play as somebody in the universe. Even if you can't play as like Mario and friends, they want to like save those for story characters, even making it so that you could play because you you play alongside your friends as you're like rising through the ranks are Boo, Charging Chuck and Toadette. So I don't see how they couldn't have just giving you a character like that or like pick between these i don't know but like minor characters yeah yeah but i had a good giggle when i got to play as me because it had i have two me's on my console i have the one that i made when i set up the switch and i have the me that you made named barble herd <laughs> what was that? that's just an awful mess of a character so i got such a laugh out of realizing that that was that i Dude, had that i on don't my remember Wii. doing that <laughs> yeah <laughs> i think i think you were playing um mario odyssey on when i first got it and so you made a separate profile and then i think when you Man, make a profile that's, that's you have to make a me so <laughs> Oh, right, right. Okay, I remember now. I remember now. So you need to send me a picture of that me because oh, I can't I will. remember it. It's great. <laughs> so I, I got such a laugh out of that. And then I've been getting continual laughs as I've been playing it. Like I played it on the plane ride home. And so like my little brother was watching me and was like, who the fuck are you playing as? It's great. <laughs> That's great. Mm-hmm. How is the golf? Like what? Aside from Poseidon, that's what I enjoy the most. I think. I mean, the the story's wild. I I can't. I'm not gonna say that that's really good, necessarily. Like, I think it's fun. It's just interesting. Yeah, it's not what you expect. (laughs) But the golf itself feels fucking great. I think that's good. And there's a lot more mechanics to it that kind of make it interesting. Like before. 
I feel like I didn't really care where my ball was as long as it was closer to the hole. But in this one, landing on like flat fairway is a good thing. If you land on even curved fairway, all of a sudden, like the, the bar that you charge up with will have like, it'll be floppy and lean. And then it makes your ball curve crazy that way because of the slope you're on. Mm. So like little things that you still you got to play around. It adds a nice little extra layer. Mm. That's cool. Did you play um, with your family? Uh, A little bit, but mainly just played with uh, lads when I got back. Yeah. How was the how was the multiplayer experience? My only issue or my biggest issue with it is that the two like party game modes, you can only play with two people on the same switch. I, I get it. Oh, oh wow, that's weird. I, I get it because it would be a fucking mess. It's already a little bit of a mess with two people because um, mm-hmm. you're in the two mini games for it. You're swinging at the same time. So imagine yeah. cutting a screen into fourths, then trying to have like a golf <laughs> bar and trying to be precision on that. I, I think it'd be a shit show. I get why they did yeah, it. It's yeah. just frustrating to be like, oh, man, this because mo- they're super fun at the the speed golf is like you hit your ball and you have to chase after it. So you want to be the fastest to make it in, but every stroke adds 30 seconds. So you also need to do it in the least number of strokes. And then there's another one where it's like, there's like 15 holes and everybody's swinging at all times and it's first to make three holes. And if somebody makes a hole, nobody else can make that hole. So it becomes like this big race of like everybody tees off and goes for like one of three holes. And then you start like working your way across this field, clearing holes. Super, super fun game modes, but you need two switches to be able to play it with enough people. Were there game modes that you could play with more than two? On yeah, the same switch? I mean, there's like there's regular golf. There's like everybody okay. takes turns and that's still super fun. That's what we've been mainly playing. It just it's a shame that we have these other modes and they're super fun and super like neat concept it's just tricky to be able to play them to the full extent yeah that's too bad did you get to play that with like a second switch not yet i haven't talked anybody else into buying it yeah i i don't know if i'm gonna go in on it understandable um yeah i i don't know i've i've you're the most positive i've heard about the game i think um maybe it's like the the gaming media bubble i put myself into mm-hmm. but it definitely seems like most of the reviews i've been hearing have been either middling or just not good yeah um, i kind of heard the same thing and i i get where they're coming from i think i'm just kind of happy to have another mario golf like right i just don't really care for actual golf <laughs> so yeah yeah, yeah. you don't fun... want to do like a golf simulator yeah sort of thing Tiger you want that yeah exactly yeah having it with the the beefed up graphics on the switchy and with like a little more um kind of stuff you can do oh you can also like curve your shot that's wild and you could fuck though i i kind of wish that they let you do this in the multiplayer mode but again i understand why they did it because it's broken in the story mode you when you like fill up your bar to swing you'll have these like chunks and they represent like portions of the the shot and you can flick directions and like tell the ball 
to curve a direction while it's in that portion of the swing so you could literally have it go like mm. left right left up down and it's oh that's cool. wild but in in multiplayer you can only make it curve one direction so you, it's the whole is there bar a instead reason of like to make sections. it curve you can like curve around trees you can curve okay. over trees under like a bridge definitely reasons to curve it's just a lot harder to use it in multiplayer or when you only have the singular bar because you can just kind of make the whole shot curve a little bit instead of like the fine tuning you can do in the the single player that's cool that's nice that's nice to know that there's at least some depth to it because it seemed like what i was hearing is just very basic like kind of golf um but i mean that that basic thing is i think what makes our arcade golf games enticing mm-hmm. is you just go into it and you're playing golf mm-hmm. yeah and there's more stuff than there was before so eh, it appeases me that's good that's good it is a shame though that it's not like more than appease mm-hmm. right not what you because when we heard the first announcement it was like oh fuck yeah. <laughs> mario golf yeah <laughs> yeah that's too bad i was i think my i was thinking about getting it hmm. oh i was gonna say i think my expectations were a little tailored after uh the receival of mario tennis yeah did you play that i played it uh like i didn't buy it but i did play it mm-hmm. where it was it was neat but i think they they missed the mark a lot more with that one so with my expectations kind of in that direction for mario golf the big thing that had attracted me was seeing them run down the field and i was like that looks just fun yeah <laughs> so i think seeing it in the state that i did makes it work nice nice i'm glad to hear you're liking it i'm thinking i was thinking about getting golf story or something on the switch because i know i've heard good stuff about that i I highly recommend golf story (laughs) because i was thinking about getting this and i was like oh well what other like golf arcade games are there and that's the one that i always hear like any conversation always leads back to golf story i feel like yes super cool stuff with that one and they're working on like sports story or something right like it's just way broader everything what yeah i think so I have not heard about this, but I'm I'm pretty very, sure. very intrigued. We're we're making sure I got this right. All right, well, sports story definitely exists, and yeah, this looks like it's the same people. Yep, Woo! it is the same. Yeah, yeah. So oh, yeah, I've, I've been hearing shit. stuff about this. Um, I remember they they said recently like they had like I think it was a baseball portion or something where they were like yeah we decided to take this in a much heavier story based thing so that's why this is taking longer because we actually ended up doing like a whole story thing that we thought was going to end up pretty simple Um, so yeah I mean that would be cool is what what they got like it looks like it's volleyball baseball cricket uh Oh shit! I don't know what that is. Golf, soccer. I think I saw soccer. Yeah, shit's wild. Yeah, I I have not played Golf Story, but if they knock it out of the park, like I've heard they've knocked that out of the park, that's nuts. And the okay, so one of the one of the cool things about Golf Story is that when you're like walking around in the overworld in that, you can just drop a ball and hit it at any time and Mm. they do a lot of cool stuff with you kind of interacting with the world having to do that the fact that they could manage as like long of a game because i want to say there's like 
seven or eight, if not more courses in Golf Story with like an ongoing story and secrets on every one of the courses. All with golf. And now they got all these options. Fuck. Yeah. Yeah. That's That's wild. Yeah. That is. I like sports games when they're really good. Like I've always, Agreed. I've always liked sports games. Yeah. Um, even like the more of the simulator ones, uh, but I haven't really gotten into any of them in a really long time. So I feel like that's, I always like, you need that couch co-op kind of thing and it's hard to do yeah. couch co-op nowadays. Yeah. I always cross my fingers whenever I hear like a Mario, th- when they announced like the tennis one, I was like, Ooh, well, well, that could be good. Mm-hmm. And then wasn't <laughs> very unfortunate. Yeah, just want something really good. Yes. Uh, well, what you think you're going to be playing this next week, Brad? You thinking, thinking, picking up anything new? Keep playing RuneScape or something? I'm probably going to keep playing RuneScape, but I definitely want to give um, There Is No Game a go. Because I bought that after last podcast and then just didn't start it. Got sidetracked with the, oh, yeah. the trip and everything. So I'm thinking I want to yeah. do that. And also maybe take a look finish at that. Uh, Dyson Sphere. Yeah, Dyson Sphere is great. There is no game is great. Yeah, I finished There is no game and it, it ended good. Yeah, it was about the length that I thought it was going to be. I think it was like four or four and a half hours, maybe. Nice. Um, didn't overstay. Yeah, it was. Yeah, I didn't overstay. It's welcome. I, I finished it just in a few sittings. Um, they do a lot of cool stuff. Really, really fun point and click, I think. Um, yeah. Hell yeah. Excited to hear your opinion on that. Excited to play. What about you? Fall. Let's see. What am I gonna do? I got so many games from the Steam Summer Sale, but I keep looking at other games that maybe I'll want to get. <laughs> uh, let's see. I'm probably gonna play some more Dyson Sphere for sure. Um, I'm thinking. I really want to get back into something VR. I have not touched my VR in so long. Um, I might hop back into walking dead saints and sinners. Cause I haven't touched that since I bought it. Um, that is a fantastic VR game. It saints and sinners stabbing a zombie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah saints and sinners. You just stab a zombie with a knife over and over again. It feels so fucking good. <laughs> you just walk up to him and you go, bah! and then you just grab their head and you pull your knife out. It's fucking rad. That sounds pretty badass. So as many games as I recently bought on the Steam Summer Sale, I'm going to play a game that I had bought like a year and a half ago. So uh, <laughs> we'll let that go. I started up Baba is You again this morning. I saw that. I just like <laughs> I saw that on your now playing. <laughs> yeah, I I was just sitting there, you know, watching a movie with my mom and I was just like on my laptop and I thought, oh, <laughs> Baba. <laughs> Baba. <laughs> I can't fault you. It's so good. I started it up and I played it for like three minutes and I was like, oh, I remember why I was stuck on this puzzle and I quit. <laughs> <laughs> like, this is going to take a lot more brain power than like split between watching this movie talking to my mom and trying to play this game i've done the same thing but not 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 in the way of like oh there's too many things going on me i'm just like i don't got it in me right now yeah i'm like i spent like an hour and a half last time i got nothing this time fuck dude so i don't think this is accurate but i have 159 hours of play time on this game (laughs) i don't think that's accurate but it might be accurate. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, God. Last year, 
during this was my quarantine game. This Baba is You was my quarantine game last oh, year. What a good um, quarantine game it is. And I didn't even finish it. I'm not even close. Like maybe I'm close. I, I'm a few worlds away. It astonishes <laughs> me how deep that game goes. And, and I know, the fact that I, I would be happy with its content if it stopped at the first rocket. Like <laughs> Yeah. Right? And then then it opens up to a second overworld and that opens to a third overworld, a fourth, a fifth. I think there's like six overworlds. It's fucking nuts. <laughs> Um, I need you to play more of Steven Sausage Roll. Oh, yeah, I do. There is, like I told you and Justin, there is that one thing, I can't spoil it, but there's a puzzle that we were talking about, oh, are there any more moments where it just opens up the world where you're like, holy shit. <laughs> and dude. They do it again? Oh, my God. They do it in the greatest way. Um... Yeah, I mean, that one moment, like, opened it up to, like, I already knew this was a great puzzle game, but now this is one of the great puzzle <laughs> games, you know, like, it's, and I remember, because I was sitting there, I, I figured that out, because I was, I was, it was after my ankle surgery, and I was sitting there, and Tiffany was watching me try this one puzzle forever, and, she, and she's like, I'm like, she said, okay, I need to look it up, and I just said, don't tell me, just I want to hear your reaction. She looked it up and she's like, oh, you're never going to get it. <laughs> yeah, and I was like, oh, fuck. I ended up, I ended up getting it um, without her telling me. But I remember when I did it, I was like, oh, <laughs> I need to talk to you about that. Okay. You and Justin, I, I have not heard from you guys since you started playing that game. Yeah. Um, I think I'm, I'm like a portion through world three or four whenever you start sausage rolling like getting on top of it and move moving it that way i think i'm halfway i think through you're probably world. like halfway through the game okay i think you're probably halfway through the game yeah Chill. um fuck yeah i want to talk about that with you hell yeah um maybe maybe if justin beats it we'll bring him back on or something because i need to discuss <laughs> i need to discuss <laughs> well uh think about it, it's about a time for word of the week yeah? yeah think you're ready for your word of the week yeah no. <laughs> <laughs> I should just be leaving these in. <laughs> oh, let me think. Let me think. Okay. I'm ready. Ooh. My word of the week is automate your life. If there's any lesson that I have learned from Dyson Sphere, it's that anything in your life can be automated and it will make your life better. So take a take it take a moment. Think about your life. What about your life right now could be automated? What in your life could be more efficient, more automated, and better for capitalism. So <laughs> think any time of the day, you know, maybe, maybe, you know, I could make my bank automatically pay my electric bill. That's one less thing you have to do. Mm -hmm. Automate your life. Thank you. Good TED talk. Maybe get... Maybe get an automated squatty potty. <laughs> so you go and sit on the toilet and it automatically lifts your legs up. That'd be pretty lit. It's quick, it's efficient, and your poops will be better. Thank you. Amen. Maybe get <laughs> something that automatically jerks your penis. <laughs> so... You know, there's sometimes where I'll sit there and I'll think, I spent four hours masturbating today. 
that is not efficient. <laughs> what if I had something that would do it while, you know, I work or something? So if you were to get something that automatically uh, gets the job done, you'll save time. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Waiting to make sure there's not. <laughs> no, that's it. That's my brain. That's all I have in my brain. <laughs> uh, you know, uh, my word of the week then is also automate your life. Because as a side note, this whole podcast, I've had RuneScape playing the whole time. You did not. I did. You have not, you motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> I've been used. I've been used. I'm jerking your dick the whole podcast. I didn't oh, even know. My it. defense skill is getting so rock solid. <laughs> <laughs>